Have you experienced loss in a relationship? Uh, has your heart been broken because of disappointment, a loss of a job, a loss of uh, vision? T tune in today, Wisdom for Living on Ministry Friday, where God's healing broken hearts. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. Welcome to today's broadcast of Wisdom for Living. I'm excited about today because this is Ministry Friday. Uh, get on the phone, text a friend, a loved one, uh, let them know about Ministry Friday to tune into the broadcast because we're going to allow the gifts of the Spirit to operate. We're going to allow your personal needs to be met. God, God knows you personally. Uh, he's, a, he's a personal God. He, he knows you intimately. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows and He cares. Uh, and so we're going to allow the Spirit of God to move in, the, in these broadcasts and let, let uh, today's broadcast and let the Spirit, let Him minister to you, touch you. Uh, I, I believe there's, there's a healing going to happen and, and people that are many people are going to be healed of broken hearts where they've gone through gr grief and loss. And God's going to heal that today. So uh, we're going to take the first part of this broadcast and answer some questions uh, that we've, are, we've received in our ministry regarding prayer. And then, then the last half of the broadcast, we're going to uh, pray and let the Spirit of God move. So I have a funny for you. It's called a trucker losing his load. So as a trucker stops at a red light, a woman catches up. She jumps out of her car, runs up to his truck, knocks on the door. The trucker lowers the window and, and she says, Hi, my name is Karen and you're losing some of your load. At the next red light, the same thing happens again. All out of breath, the woman gets out of her car, runs up to the, uh, knocks on the truck door and the trucker lowers the window. Again, she says, Hi, my name is Karen and you're losing some of your load. When the light turns green, the trucker revs up and races to the next light. When he stops this time, he gets out of his truck, runs back to the woman's car, and he knocks on her window. And as she lowers it, he said, Hi, my name is Kevin. It's winter in Iowa, and I'm driving the salt truck. <laughs> he lost some of that salt, didn't he? <laughs> That's awesome. Praise God. So, you know, here are some questions. Uh, Dave turned in this question is, uh, is the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, uh, Old Covenant? Well, Dave, we've answered that in the last uh, few broadcasts and talked about that. Although it's, it's in the New Testament, but obviously everything in the Gospels, Jesus hadn't been until the, towards the end of each Gospel, Jesus hadn't been yet been raised from the dead, but uh, Jesus lived a life that modeled the New Testament and the New Covenant, and He sealed the New Covenant. In fact, we pray our prayer life, we're praying in Jesus' name, and the disciples in Luke 11 asked Jesus, you know, how He prayed and teach them to pray, and then He taught us to pray. So I don't look at the prayer that He taught us to pray in, in, in Matthew 6 or Luke 11, Old Covenant. Now, people 
you know, interpret it that way or they apply it in, in an Old Covenant way many times by just repeating that prayer rotely. But Jesus wasn't teaching us that. And, and we, you can go back on the last uh, few broadcasts and, and get more information about that. And then a second question that Dave asked is John 17. Shouldn't John 17 more appropriately be called uh, the Lord's Prayer? Well, uh, I actually agree with you about that. I believe Matthew 6 and, and Luke in Luke chapter 11 is not the Lord's Prayer. That's really the disciples' prayer. Uh, however, the Lord taught him that's how he prayed so you could say it's the lord's prayer but john john 17 is definitely one of the prayers that jesus prayed um when it, when he in, in verse one jesus spoke these words and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said father the hour has come glorify your son and your son will now glorify you and and then he, he goes he, he goes down and just talks about in fact this the entire chapter really is a prayer and that uh, towards the end O righteous father that the world has not known you but i have known you and these have known that you sent me and i've declared to them your name and will declare it again and that your love with which you love me would be in them and i in them and that's a powerful prayer that he, he also earlier prayed for unity uh, in, in the body, and, and this was probably more accurately uh, the, you know, called, the, called the Lord's Prayer. Uh, here's Alice uh, asking, uh, since God is in our hearts, uh, meaning that He is all, always close, and he, hears be, and he hears us because we're righteous in Christ, can anything hinder our prayers? Uh, great question, Alice, and the truth is yes. In fact, uh, you know we're we're going to talk next in the next week's broadcast about uh, the reasons why prayer can be hindered. But unforgiveness can hinder your prayers. Strife can hinder your prayers. Unbelief, selfish, covetous prayers can hinder your prayers. Uh, praying for things that that God's already provided instead of appropriating it by faith can hinder your prayers. Um, Jim asks, should I pray? If it be thy will, like Jesus did. Well, Jim, only for those things that God's word and, and your heart is not clear on. If you want to know his will, then you, you get in his word. And, and he, he, you know, Jesus didn't pray if it be thy will about everything. Um, he was struggling in Gethsemane there with giving up his life and trying to find another way to do it. But that, that was not His will. You don't pray if it be Thy will uh, for somebody to be healed or if it be Thy will for somebody to be saved. You know, you, if it be Thy will uh, for you know, uh, somebody to be blessed financially. Uh, that's not, uh, that's not a, a kingdom prayer. It's not a New Testament prayer. You only pray if it be Thy will for things like, you know, Lord, do you want me to take this job? Or do you want to buy this house? Or, you know, move to this city? Uh, marry this person? Uh, you better know it's the will of God before you marry that person. But uh, you don't pray if it be thy will. Uh, you wouldn't pray that, Lord, if it be thy will, save 
my sister or Lord, if it be thy will, heal my brother. Uh, too many times what we do is we put, we tag on if it be thy will as a cop-out, as an excuse not to believe God or afraid that maybe God's not going to give us, you know, is not going to provide the answer uh, for us. And um, then here's a, a, another gem. It's actually James. I prayed, but I didn't get what I prayed for. What's the problem? Well, first of all, James, make sure that your, your request has its foundation in the Word like we just, like we just shared. Also, you want to let patience have her perfect work, James 1.4. In fact, let me let me turn over there. It it, it says um, to to let patience have her perfect work, and so that you'll be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. Uh, also, Second Peter one five says that you want to add patience, uh, add to your faith patience, and so um, you know, and through faith and patience we inherit the promises. I like to compare faith and prayer to fishing. Uh, if you've ever been fishing for uh, a you know big game fish, we've been I've been up to Canada and fished in different places. Or if you go on deep sea fishing, when you hook the fish, uh, that's uh, uh, an illustration, kind of an analogy of of when you believe God. When you hook the fish, is is not when you actually reel it in. That's that's faith. You believe, you hook the fish, you got the promise. And and it's it's beginning to come in, but you don't reel it in all at once. It doesn't come in all at once. You you have to you have to hold on to that. You have to add patience to your faith. Listen, guys. Um, many times, what our, our problem is is that we are um, you know we we are we make enemies um, out of patience. Patience is not our enemy. Uh, patience is our friend, and 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 you have patience because you have the fruit, you have the fruit of the spirit. So um, uh, here's Jesse asking, uh, is is praying in tongues really all that important? And if so, why? Well, Jesse, First Corinthians chapter fourteen says that uh, praying in tongues edifies you uh it also tells us that it, you know it gives thanks well um in fact let me just let me just read a couple of those verses in first corinthians 14 you're giving thanks well it, it edifies you um there there's so many when you're you're praying the perfect will of god when when you're um when you're praying in other tongues first corinthians 14 2 he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, so you're speaking unto God. And then verse 4, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Then uh, Jude uh, verse 20 says that you build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Then Jude 21 says that, uh, that, you, that you keep yourselves in the love of God by praying in the Holy Ghost. Man, that's awesome to know that praying in other tongues uh, will do all of these things for us, and uh, so I, I just I encourage you uh, pray in tongues a lot because it'll draw up the wisdom of God uh, when you pray, 
in tongues, your spirit is praying. And so your spirit is where God dwells. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Uh, and so that's where God dwells. That's where you're going to hear his voice. And so as you're praying in the spirit, you're drawing up the mysteries of God. You're drawing up the mind of Christ. You're, you're, um, you know, you're, you're, you're praying mysteries to God and First Corinthians 2, 7 says that we pray the wisdom of God in a mystery. So there's, there's so many benefits that, um, that come from, you know, from uh, praying, praying in other tongues. And, and I, I just encourage you that, uh, that, that you need to pray in other tongues on a, on a daily basis. And, and that's just uh, actually Romans 8, 26 and 27 tell us that, that uh, we're praying the perfect will of God and the Holy Spirit when we don't know what to pray for as we ought. The Holy Spirit with groanings prays through us as we pray in, in other tongues. So uh, and I, I, I encourage you, go back to a lesson yes, uh, two days ago and uh, encourage people to get uh, uh, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I've got to actually, I've got a CD uh, series on on uh, you know how to be filled with the Spirit, on the on the benefits, the significance of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It includes the benefits of speaking in other tongues. I encourage you to go pick that up on my website. Well, thank you guys for these questions. I hope they've been a blessing and help to you. Now we're going to allow the Spirit of God to minister today. I know uh, as I was praying uh, before this broadcast that I know that there's someone that's gone through a lot of loss that's watching today. Uh, there's someone that's lost a loved one very close to you and you're grieving over that. And, and, there, and there, I have no rebuke for you regards, in regarding that grief, but I, I want you to know that uh, the Lord Jesus is the healer of the broken heart. God knows, I, I may not know what you've gone through. Uh, it, I, I may not have lost, I mean, I have lost loved ones, but I'm, I may not, it, it may, may not have been the type of loss that you've gone through. But you know, Jesus, Jesus is touched with the feelings of your infirmities. And, and, and he's touching your heart right now. The Bible says in, in Isaiah 53 that Jesus uh, carried your sicknesses and bore your pains. And one of those pains that he bore was the pain of grief and the pain of loss. And right now, I'm releasing to you healing in your heart. Jesus loves you and he wants you well. He doesn't want you stuck in this place of grief. Uh, I understand you can't place, replace your, your loved one. But, but Jesus can fill up that hole in your heart. And he can remind you of the good memories uh, with your loved one. And if they were born again, you're going to see them again. Praise God for that. Uh, maybe you didn't know whether they were born again or not. You know what? You can commit that situation to God. And the bottom line is, though, uh, even if your loved one wasn't born again, that should motivate you to reach out and fulfill your purpose and reach out to others who are not born again. Because then, then, then you've got other family, other people's family members that you can, you can usher, into the, uh, usher into the kingdom of heaven. 
You can make the enemy pay for any untimely death or loss that, uh, that you experience. And so I'm praying right now healing and releasing healing to your heart. Uh, I, right, right there, I'm talking, I'm talking to you. You know, who, you know who I'm talking to right now. The Spirit of God is arresting you. St be still right now and know that He is God. He's healing your heart. He, he's, he's removing that pain. He's not removing the memory of that person. He's removing the pain right now. Jesus took your sicknesses. He bore your pains. He carried them for you. You don't have to carry them anymore. Would you just release them to Him right now? Just release and commit your losses to the Lord. And then make a choice to, to value what Jesus did for you uh, greater than, than this loss and this pain that you're going through. Father, I'm praying healing right now. There's, there's the healing power of God touching your heart. There, there it is. Father, I thank you for my brother and I thank you for my sister. Lord, you, you know what they've gone through. You know how precious uh, this loved one uh, was that, that, that they lost. And, and Father, I thank you that you're, that you're uh, healing their heart. You're giving them joy again, peace again. You're going to love again. You're going to live again. You're going to trust again. Uh, you're, gonna, you're free in Jesus' name. Right now, you, I speak freedom to you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Someone else, you've lost a job that really was important to you. You, you have really kind of had your, uh, you know, your hopes that there would be even promotion there. And, and uh, it was just un, it was unexpected and, and, and you've lost a job, but God's got, with that door, that door has closed. God, I just hear the Lord saying, he's opening a door for you that no man will shut. Uh, I, I want you, you know, to sing with, uh, with, with Elsa and, and Frozen. I want you to sing, let it go. <laughs> just let it go. Let, let that job go. Close that door in your mind. Don't rehearse, you know, and sing, you know, uh, with Paul McCartney yesterday, you know, and it just, just close that door and let it go and walk on because God's got a new door. You're not going to see the new thing God has for you looking in the rearview mirror. I'm speaking to someone, you've lost your job. And, and, and it was a good job and you enjoyed it. And, but listen, God's got something better for you. That person who lets you go cannot control your destiny. That's not going to stop you. Only you can stop you. Uh, living in regret and living in, you know, I wish it would have been different or I wish I would have said this or done that. It doesn't matter. That doesn't, that's not going to change anything. Uh, only you know, uh, any learning lessons that you can uh, for, for the future. But God's got a better future for you. He's got a brighter day for you in Jesus' name. He's opening doors for you that no man will shut. Praise God. Now, I, I'm, just, I'm just speaking to you right now. Lord, let faith rise in their heart. You've got a new job for them in Jesus' name. Uh, someone has, has gone through several failures um, in, in jobs and also businesses. And it's like, 
It's just gone through, you've gone through one failure after another, and it's like you don't even want to uh, step out again. You don't even want to trust again. You don't, it's like you, you'd rather just stay away and just stay safe. And I'm, I'm telling you, God's saying, don't play it safe. Don't play it safe. It's like uh, they, it's like a, uh, Jacob, he kept digging a well and digging a well and digging a well and, and, he, and he dug finally another well and, it, and, and, that, and that well opened up. The other wells closed. And God's saying, dig, dig another well. Make room in your heart for success. Make room in your heart for the next thing that he has for you. Don't, don't let your past failures define you. In Jesus' name. There's just... Uh, an abundance of of different scenarios that the Lord's put in my heart that that people that are watching have gone through loss, you've gone through disappointment, you you've gone through rejection in a relationship. Someone's lost. You you thought this was your mate, and 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 you believe that God spoke to you about that person, but now they've gone off and and broke it off, and they're with somebody else. Listen. You commit that loss to the Lord and you, and you look to God, not that person. You look to God. God's got somebody for you. God's got somebody better for you. Don't, don't, don't live in regret. Don't live in the past. Don't live in that place of loss and don't let that loss define you. In Jesus' name, just uh, lift up your eyes from the place that you are. God is going to bring that to pass. Someone's gone through a disappointment, you know, and, and it's like you, other people have been promoted over you and things that you thought the Lord had promised you and it hasn't come to pass yet. Lift up your eyes from the place that you are. Get your eyes off of the circumstances, the failures, the disappointments, the problems. It's, it's exactly what happened with Abraham in, in, in Genesis 15. It says, after these things... Uh, the promise hadn't come to pass that God gave him to have a, uh, about having a son for 15 years. It had been 15 years. He'd gone through relationship conflict with Lot. He made mistakes. He didn't obey God perfectly. He, he only had a partial obedience. And then he went on too far. And then he laid his wife's neck on the line. And then he had fi there were financial challenges. And after all those things, God... He was willing to, to let, uh, let, let the promise come through his servant, Eleazar. And God said, God said, no, Abraham, I will yet bring my promise to pass. He said, lift up your eyes from the place where you are, all the circumstances that have happened. Don't let, and, and he's speaking that to you, seed of Abraham today. Don't let those losses define you. Don't let the things that didn't work out get into your heart. God said, the deal is still on. The deal is still on. What I promised you will yet come to pass. Uh, maybe it didn't happen in the situation you thought it would happen. Maybe it didn't happen in that city or that church or that relationship or that, uh, or that, or that job. But God will yet bring that promise to pass. If you'll lift up your eyes off of your circumstances, off of your pain, off and, and, and let your heart live again. Let your heart breathe again. 
Let, 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 you, let your heart dream again. Man, God's going to yet bring that to pass in your life. Don't let your loss define you. Don't, don't, don't let it. I speak, I speak grace to you to let those losses go. Let that disappointment leave uh, your, your mind. Don't let it get into your heart in Jesus' name. Someone's, someone's lost a child in miscarriage. God's healing your heart. You're going to see your child again in heaven. Someone, someone's lost a child through an abortion uh, years ago, and you've been walking in the guilt of that. And God said, you're going to see your child again. Forgive yourself. Live again. Uh, stop living in regret and doubt and self-doubt and condemnation and fear. Don't live under the uh, the. the uh, circumstance of that of that loss and the pain of that. God's healing your heart today. So many people are, are being healed right now. God's healing your broken heart. And and right now, because you, you've allowed your heart to be healed, in fact, just put your hand on your heart. Father, I, I, I pray right now that every person that's watching with their hand on their heart that you're doing, your, your anointing is healing their broken heart. And Father, as a result of that, that limitation that was in their soul that was hindering the healing power of God, let it, let it flow now. I'm telling you, there's, there's people that, are, that have had migraines that are being healed right now because you're letting God heal your heart. There's people that have had blood conditions uh, all kind, all kinds of allergies. God's healing right now because uh, kidney infections, all kinds of infections, all kinds of uh, there's cancers being healed, tumors being removed right now. Someone's got a, a a lump in your breast. God's healing that right now. He's dissolving it because the healing power of God is flowing into your life. Listen, email me at info at gregmore.com and tell me what God has done in your life. I know the Lord has touched your heart, brought healing to you, and, and subsequently He's going to bring healing to your physical body. Thank you so much for being a part of Greg Moore Ministries and this great broadcast, Wisdom for Living. God bless you. Today's teaching, Developing an Effective Prayer Life, is available in a five-disc CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and 4K video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. Hey, I want to encourage you to go on my website, gregmore.com, and pick up a copy of my CD series, Healing for the Brokenhearted. I know God will touch your heart and bring healing to your heart, freedom to your life. God bless you. Have you ever experienced loss, betrayal, or false accusation by someone close to you? In this two-part CD series, Healing for the Brokenhearted, Pastor Greg shares how the Lord helped him process his own pain and loss and receive healing from a broken heart. What God has done for Greg, he will do for you. Order your copy from gregmore.com today. If you've been blessed by today's teaching, we would like you to consider partnering with Greg Moore Ministries. 
Your partnership will help expand this broadcast around the world to give people the opportunity to grow in wisdom, Christ-likeness, and grace. Go to gregmore.com and become a partner today. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702, Woodland Park, Colorado, 80863. We look forward to hearing from you today.